Hello, Stephen. Hello, Erica. Doctor Who. We're watching Doctor Who. This se- this feels weird because why? Well, because we're watching uh, a new story the night after we finished an, <laughs> an old story. And that was la- our last episode before last night's was September fifth. So it's been like 20 days almost until now. Wow. Yeah, that was a big gap. Yeah. And yeah, we're erratic like that. That's, that's just our shtick. Mm-hmm. I suppose so. I just like it. I'm happy. Yep. I like that. I like, you know, I like just sort of sitting down watching an episode, mm-hmm. not just sort of like cramming in a whole story, you know? Yes. Did you just, did you say that we watched one episode, the first episode of The Massacre? That is, that, that is what we've watched. We watched one episode. See, no, War of God. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, that's a really poor name for this particular episode. Why do you say that? Well, because there's, I mean, I mean, I guess we kind of learned that it's the Huguenot versus the Catholics, and I guess it's kind of a war of God. I don't know. It just sounds like a very action-packed title, and this is not an action-packed episode. Nope, bunch of bunch of talking in taverns and streets and apothecaries and that sort of thing. Apothecary. Apothecary. Is that how they pronounce it too? Yes, or apothecary. That's what I just said. No. You Did didn't. I say apothecary? <laughs> God, words are tough. A pocket three. Is that like you're cheating in poker? Although why would you have a three in your pocket? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saving this one for later. Oh, I think I did win. Check out my three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it is. It's a lot of, it's just a lot of talking in rooms and I love it. Do you really? Oh, wow. Okay. What did you like about this? I like talking in rooms. I guess that's the thing. Like talking in rooms. Uh, listeners, he just threw his head back uh. on the couch and left. Um, I don't I don't know. I think I was having a little trouble following who everybody was in yeah. the tavern at the beginning, especially because we were, we were reading uh, some transcripts online, just, you know, Google Doctor Who transcript and uh, the massacre. And the names that they called people by were the first name. In, their first names in mm-hmm. in the dialogue but the script is written with like the the last name of the person so i had trouble tracking who was who for a while until i could kind of figure out okay these guys are the huguenots these guys are the catholics and right. yeah but once i sort of got that figured out um i just i have to admit this is a huge gap in my knowledge about european history i know very little about it i mean i know it's not a happy thing uh, and it's, it's not going to be a happy ending or anything but uh because i know so little about it I, this is just kind of the the history nut in me is really enjoying learning a little bit about from, you know from the doctor who perspective about what was what was going down what was happening there's intrigue happening there's there's spying there's bribery uh it's just interesting honestly like if the doctor's part of this side of this whole plot was just wiped out i wouldn't care like i just want to see steven and all of the huguenot just planning and uh and i do know and the bit of with the abbot at the end being played by william hartnell was not a surprise to me because i knew i knew that was coming mm-hmm. um, so i suspect that you know the i don't know if it's going to be exactly a mistaken identity plot or what the deal is but i suspect that's going to be my least favorite part of it and i'll be more excited about the rest but we'll see i will say nothing of what's to come of course um, I remember I haven't watched this in a while, and but I did do I did read the book about it. I, I mentioned this last episode, uh, the book about the massacre by James Curry Smith, where he dives into the historic nature, uh, like you know the the events, the historical events going on. Press Lennon was apparently not 
like a historic figure, like not a famous scientist or anything. Um, but there was a Presley, I think, living in Paris around that the time. But um, yeah, so it was kind of weird. It wasn't like a like oh a celebrity historical or something like that. Um, but he also went through the different. Um, stages of the script because there was, you know, the the initial version of the script from John Lucarotti I don't think exists anymore. Uh, so it's just the televised version. But then John Lucarotti when he wrote the novelization about 20 years after this, used, I think, his original scripts. But so it, there's, there's weird differences between the novelization and what actually ended up on screen and presumably what actually was written in the first place. It was most interesting. It's a very good book. That's fascinating. I'm a little bit shocked and slightly upset that they just sort of invented Preslin as a as a scientist character because, you know, this the show even at this time was still supposed to have somewhat I think of a an educational bent mm-hmm. and this is a pure historical and wow, like, you know, here's a guy who apparently came up with the theory of germs and he's not real what are you teaching children back in the 60s it's terrible doctor who shame on you i think i've got that right i might maybe i'm mixing it no i think mm, i'm gonna read that book again yeah or or at least it's like an amalgam or something or you know it's it's yeah anyway it's not like you know he didn't like run across louis pasteur or or Leon hook or something like that you know he was yeah yeah okay yeah, I was I was fine with the doctor stuff. I mm-hmm. guess it was that yeah. was kind of boring. Like I don't, I I've never been a big fan of celebrity historicals. Mm-hmm. You know whether they're real celebrities or not. The doctor nerding out over somebody just does nothing for me. So this was very sort of. Let's get it over with. Let's get back to Stephen. Which is this the one? I I seem to remember on podcasts hearing that. Stephen really becomes sort of the leading man of action. Like he's in this a lot and I am looking forward to that. This is the Stephen show. I can't remember which episode it is, but William Hartnell takes a holiday at some point as well. So yeah, Peter Purvis is the man in this story and he's really good. Wow. I mean, yeah, I'm, I I wasn't super excited for this four-parter, but now I kind of am. I really, this this took me by surprise, maybe in part because I had such low expectations because mm-hmm. people don't speak very highly of it and it's kind of grim. But I mean, this episode was not particularly grim. There's certainly a grim backdrop, but there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of grim stuff happening. So. No, but it's setting the table. You can tell that, you know, there's there's tensions and there's mm-hmm. distrust and even with the mm-hmm. the wedding between uh, the um, Huguenot and the Catholic prince and princess that mm-hmm. things are not as rosy as they should be and there's mm-hmm. resentment and all that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> I like it. So far. This pleases me. Mm. I know. How are you finding the recon out of curiosity? It's fine. It it made it, that was another thing that made it hard to follow in the tavern who was whom because their voices don't sound terribly different Mm -hmm. and the pictures are all kind of weird and not particularly clear and stuff. So uh, when it comes to that, like knowing who is whom, that still took me a bit of time. But other than that, I'm quite enjoying the recon. It's it's giving me an idea of the sets. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see, you know, how Steven is dressed and stuff like i'm getting to see the actors it's it's fine i'm not struggling with it okay good Uh, the reason i bring that up is because this is one of three stories the last of three thankfully that have no visual moving images 
at all. Marco Polo, Mission to the Unknown are the other two. There's no telesnaps for this one, and there's only a few publicity photos. There's the shot of Hartnell and Peter Purvis sitting in the tavern, Hartnell with a hat on, somebody enjoying a glass of wine. That's one of them. I think there's two or three others, and there's some some more later on from this episode. So, so little in the way of visual um, representation of this show exists. So kudos to, again, to the recon people for doing their best in fashioning some sort of workable recon like this. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how much of it is legitimately taken from the you know, photo shoots or whatever mm-hmm. and how much is cobbled together, but it doesn't really matter. It's it's enough to keep me keep me going. Well they they do those little composite images where they take an actor and then put him in there. I don't know if you recognize the guy who played Colbert, um, the guy who runs into William Hartnell as he walks into the out of the tavern. Uh was played by the guy who plays Andred in Invasion of Time, for instance. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. It's like, where do I know that guy from? You put it together for me. That's him. There it is. And uh, Preslan uh, was played by Eric Chitty. Do you, do you recognize him at all? Uh, yeah, he looked really familiar. And actually, I meant to look at his name in the credits. And then I saw it and didn't recognize the name at all. He played coordinator Engen in The Deadly Assassin. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel much better now that those two little pieces have slotted into place in my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, notable, of course, as well, is this is a first ever Doctor Who episode directed by a woman, Patty Russell's directorial debut. Ah, that's right. Yes, we just did a Verity episode talking about Patty Russell, but we we did not do this because, you know, you can't actually see much of the direction to be able to talk about that, so. <laughs> you can see none at all, in fact. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, you can hear. That's true. Yep. You can hear the direction. The performances sound very good. Mm-hmm. So yay. Yeah. Patty Russell, Taskmaster, and one who William Hartnell greatly respected because of that. So yeah. Yay. Go Doctor Who. I am very pleased by this. I won't push my luck in saying let's watch another one, but uh this has been most enjoyable. Yeah, we gotta get on to watching Midsummer Murders anyway, to because you know we'll probably see some more Doctor Who actors anyway. That's why we watch it. And the next episode that we're about to watch is one with cricket involved as well. So I am looking forward to this. It's become our Saturday night tradition to watch a Midsummer Murders. Um, but I like the idea of putting a sort of lazy Doctor Who out before Midsummer Murders in another Saturday night tra- tra- uh, tradition. Before, of course, hockey season starts, mm-hmm. uh, in which case hockey will become the Saturday night tradition as it has been for over. 60 years yeah pretty much oh and please don't tweet us telling us who is coming up in midsummer murders don't. like who's who's guest starring because it's so fun to just be watching and discover that stuff so all the stuff that i have already found out about who's who's in it i'm trying to forget so that it can be a surprise when we get there when did you find out what like the today's the next episode we're about to watch or oh just future episodes just just in general people have told us i mean oh. and, and some of it was just in conversations before we even started watching the show so that's easy enough to forget but th- occasionally people will tweet us and be like oh the episode of so-and-so is great or you know this doctor yeah. who actor plays plays this character and like I'd, I'd rather not know and also i'm enjoying john nettles quite frankly as mm-hmm. uh as barnaby uh, i know he leaves 10 years down the line or something like that but i quite like him mm-hmm. i i enjoy him a lot yeah mm-hmm. what a lovely show of yep. murder and mayhem <laughs> all right speaking of which next week the sea beggar that's what it's called the sea beggar hmm okay yeah. All right. I, I got nothing for that. Well, we'll find out. That's why. It's it's a hint of what's to come. See you, Bigger, on part two of The Massacre.
Wee. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>